Hi, welcome to Experience Points. We wanted to let you know that a few changes are coming in the next few months into the next year. You may already notice that we have a new logo and banner thanks to the amazing Punder Drone. We're so excited about it and we love it. We will also be doing some one-shots for the rest of the year while we prepare for the new season in 2021. As always, we ask that you leave a review and share us with your friends. That's the best way to help us grow, and we're so grateful to those of you who do. We know that every podcast and live stream asks for this. It's still so greatly appreciated. Anyway, please enjoy the episode and stay tuned after for more announcements. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Experience Points. Good morning, good afternoon, maybe good evening. That would be great. Good evening. Um, My name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they, and uh, this is our amazing, fabulous cast. Hello, Mackenzie. Hello. I just realized I'm not in Fantasy Grounds. Uh, (laughs) We were hanging out. We were just vibing. But my name is Mackenzie. My pronouns are she, her. And I'll be playing Joss Pepper, our human mechanic, today. Fantastic. Thanks, Mackenzie. Hello, Vivian. Hello. Uh, I'm Vivian, and I'll be playing the On, uh, whose pronouns are they, them. Uh, and my pronouns are she, her. And the On is our Sheeran uh, operator. Fantastic. Thank you, Vivian. Hello, Michael. Hello. I'm Michael, and my pronouns are she, they, and I play Harper Neon, our gnome biohacker, and her pronouns are she, her. Fantastic. Thank you. And hello, Kelric. Hello. I'm Kelric. My pronouns are he, him. I'll be playing Abra, who is a shimmering technomancer, and his pronouns are also he, him. Fantastic. Um, so who remembers what happened last time? Well, we had been searching, we had gotten off the invisible platform and had come across several, and by several, I mean like rows and rows and rows beyond vision of these pillars. As we started going in deeper, we came across desi- uh, pillars that slowly started to form into a design. The on had reached out uh, to the harper and had caused some sort of electrostatic interference as the message was relayed over and over and over again across the pillars as some kind of resonance frequency. As we uh, then gathered back and started to go in deeper, we started seeing these uh, pillars take the form of these uh, rabbit-like creatures uh, with a uh, antenna-styled ear into these crystals that seemed to give off a light glow. As we reached what we assumed to be close to the center, the robot with us, uh, Vabe, uh, had started humming and picking up on the uh, the markers 
they're not the markers, the, I guess, the markers, the columns, and they started to glow and hum back. Taking advantage of this, Theon had begun humming uh, one of their hymns louder and had caused a large uh, burst. Working with Vabe, though, uh, manages to start creating uh, holograms. Uh, these holograms uh, formed into a mysterious pepper sibling and several of these rabbit creatures seeming to lead into a charge. We chase after these holograms uh, and find that they're combating these robotic entities that they seem to be being pushed back. But then suddenly uh, other robotic uh, holograms that look like Vabe come over the, uh, come over a ridge of bodies and fire down upon uh, these rabbit creatures, causing uh, causing them to be uh, evaporated, as so far as we can tell. Following the holograms further, we uh, we chase the pepper sibling into a hole in the wall that they uh, that they formed, tracing uh, tracing through, and going down sets of uh, abandoned hallways following a mysterious uh, stain upon the wall. We are now at a crossroads, one that is led by the light, which seems to be where uh, the stain continues on, and one that is led to the dark, that seems to be having, I believe, mysterious vibrations in that direction. Uh, of the light, yeah. So... Perfect. That's great. It's a great summary. Um, doo -doo -doo. So, yep, you all are at this crossroads. Um, and what did you all decide to do? We were headed towards the light, right? Yeah, because I think that's where, like, that's probably where the something is, if, we, if they're anywhere. We're did following we, the blood thing, right? We took a 10-minute rest, though, for some people, right? I think we yes. did rest. Yes. Yeah. I know I slept against a pillar for a bit. <laughs> I tried. Well, that was that was early on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, if, if you spent an RP, then you uh, have your uh, stamina points back. Cool. But I believe, I believe that we stopped to take a breather since we'd been running for the past, you know, half hour chasing these holograms. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so the hallway that you're facing extends forward about 300 or so feet. And at the end, a bright bluish white light emanates from the room at the end. Shadows cast from the imperfections of the stone walls on either side and the ceiling make it appear as if the wall were moving as you notice that the light seems to be pulsing or rotating. You're not sure which. Uh... Does this light seem uh, familiar to the other lights we've been seeing, or is this a separate style? It's kind of reminiscent of the way that the different um, energetic elements have appeared. Um, so, like, uh, Abra would, would recognize that the light looks similar to the same 
uh, uh, energy as the console. And you all have seen something similar when you've been able to witness that yourselves. Vabe can like touch the walls and make screens visible for us. But you had said that I could still sort of see those things because of my technomancer abilities. Is there anything visible, sort of a control or anything that lets me tell if this is real or just an optical illusion? Um, you, you do remember that something has to be activated or active for you to be able to see those sorts of things. Um, and you don't see any obvious controls. Um, but it does feel very real. The air feels cooler with a slight draft pulling in, uh, in the direction towards the chamber you're facing. Uh, and you hear a slight hum or whistle as the uh, moving air vibrates against the walls and against you. Well, Joss, it's your sibling, so if you want to keep going, you should lead the way. I, yeah, I'll nod and I'll, I'll do so. I feel like I am unafraid. I am determined. So yeah, I'll, I'll go towards it. And I'll stick right behind you. Cool. Jan will keep up with uh, relative ease. Yeah, yeah, I mean, y'all, it's not that far down, and y'all make it okay. down uh, the, the corridor. Are, is it, like, are y'all being cautious, or, like, how are you moving? Well, I'm looking for any more bio samples to uh to grab. I feel like we should be sneaky because in case what we approach is not my sibling, or maybe if they are and we don't know what's going on, <laughs> like I feel like we should try to be sneaky. I think you set the since you're leading, whichever however you handle it is how I would follow. Yeah. So and stealth yeah, rolls. Oh, I love having plus zero to that. Yeah, everyone roll stealth. Oh, that was almost Ooh. a five. Can at least we can at least mask our numbers. You have plus zero. I have plus eight, and you still beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was almost a five. I saw it like roll from a five over. So uh, the, the the rolls are eighteen. Nine plus eight is seventeen. Nine plus three is. 12 and 11 plus 11 is 22. Uh, as a group, you all are moving fairly quietly. Um, and uh, let's, let's have a Vabe roll too. Let's just see. And just see, Harper's just like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? Like, ooh. ooh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, the smallest one is the loudest. <laughs> uh, e even Vabe's roll, uh, moving fairly quietly. Um, the pulse that their engine gives off is not you, like you can't hear it against the the current of air that's kind of blowing past you all. Uh, you're making it down the hallway fairly quickly, even moving slowly uh, or stealthily, and unlike all of the other spaces that you've had to kind of open a door or a portion of the wall to get into, this area that you are at the cusp of entering uh, doesn't have a barrier to it. It's already open. And as you approach it, you can see that the light is really bright in there, uh, but it's emanating from different places. Um, and as you approach the the 
cross over into that room, you notice that the floor changes into a slick, uh, very polished-looking surface. But it's hard to see into the room because of the light. Is there anywhere I can find, like, controls? Scanning the wall? Uh, Turn the light down? As you are kind of looking around, um, you're you're not really able to see anything by the way of controls. um, And on the outside, definitely not. Mackenzie? So we don't see controls of any kind? Mm Mm-mm. Is there, is there, I mean, Ivabe. I'm having trouble picturing it. Go ahead. Yeah. Was it, is it a dead end or? No, it's like you're, you're, you're facing a crossover into another room. Um, oh. There's just, it's just very bright in there. And I mean, you'd assume that you'd have to kind of enter the room to, to have the light kind of envelop you to get used to it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll go step forward. Um, <laughs> Using my blind sense, can I feel out beforehand, or is it just high vibrations and it's just going to screw with it? Um, using your blind sense, it just feels like any other space. Um, your blind sense, uh, the vibrations are actually um, different crossing in from the hallway into the room ahead of you. Um, everything seems a little bit more dense in that space. I would jump on comms and say, does it seem like there are a lot of leap of faith moments in this ship? Do you think it's guiding us somewhere? It has, the ship has felt organic Mm. the entire time. Well, the last one worked out, so... Yeah, I'll keep going. So you step into the room and you are enveloped by the light. And it gets very bright at first. And then your eyes seem to adjust to the space that you're in. Uh, But everyone do roll um, fortitude checks. Fortitude saves. Oh, good. I have a plus two to that. Where are the... Oh, there it is. Ooh, a nat 20 for you. I better not get now. (laughs) All right, so uh, everyone, that was a 22 total with bonus, uh, 14 with bonus, 15 with bonus, and 24 with bonus. Um, That's fine. Uh, For the person who rolled below a 15, that's That's me, Abra, um, you are blinded for a few moments as you enter the room. Um, The light seems to hit your crystals and the exterior of your body, and it just magnifies so much more than what it does for everyone else. And you get the feeling of just you're stopped for a moment. Yeah, totally. I think when that happens, Harper trips over me. (laughs) (laughs) Right behind me. Um, But for everyone... Wasn't Harper sitting on your shoulder? I think they got down so they could get the samples. 
Um, so you are now in the room, and as the light kind of your eyes kind of adjust to the light, um, you notice that the the chamber that you're in is large. Um, it has high ceilings, about 20, 30 feet up, um, and the room is fairly wide. It's about 80 feet wide, and it's deep. Uh, the veins of shimmering light pulse in varying brightness through the walls, giving the appearance of slow-moving lightning. Um, looking around, you do notice that uh, scrap and technologic detritus litter um, the smooth glass-like floor. I would say your sister's definitely been here. Yeah, or somebody more dangerous. I just get worried that we're chasing my family and we're going to find something much worse. Well, Is there another door, another exit, or is this just a bright room with this debris, or is there another... Is there a clear path to take, I guess? Um, roll uh, perception. Uh, <laughs> that one. Ooh. I think you're taking it all in, and I think... Um, mm, that's a lot of... That's a lot of shit all over the floor, I see. Yeah, and uh, you, you, you focus on the fact that, you know, just after you enter the room, uh, about 30 feet in front of you, you notice many, many different altar-like structures that are um, in various configurations throughout the room extending backward. We should inspect those for symbols of the cult. Right. As I say, do I see anything more of the stain or any organic material like that? You don't see any. Um, the the shininess of the floor and the veins of light um, that are kind of cascading through the walls. And uh, as you look up, um, the ceiling too, um, it masks any sort of color or any other... Um, anything else that might be on the walls. You would have to go up and inspect very closely to find any matter. I would go with you. As I say, I'll go do that. Okay. Harper, you're going to look for more of this... I don't even know what to call it. Goo? It's not goo. We gotta figure out what it is. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know your technical term for goo. But it might be goop with a P at the end of it. I don't know. Slime. <laughs> There's so Glitch. many names. That's my favorite. So, <laughs> well, you do that and I'll check out the tech and let's see what we come up with. So, which direction are we heading? I don't know, which direction are you heading? Probably which, towards I the closest wall. Okay. So um, you can either go east or west. The, the entryway into the room is kind of in the center. Let's go west. Can I take a moment to check uh, some of the uh, mechanical detritus and see if it corresponds with the uh, Vabe-styled ones? Uh, sure, go ahead. Um, what are you going to roll for that? 
Uh, I was going to roll uh, engineering since it's the physical components yeah. and basically comparing them. Sure. And that is a 22. Uh, as you're picking up different pieces, I think you... Um, how, how do you do this? Uh, I'm going to say the on uh, examines... Uh, for similar shapes and sizes to uh, Vabe uh, and might find a piece uh, if if the Vabe styled uh, robots are amongst this find a piece that looks almost like the the side parts of the dome mm-hmm. and glass or whatever, the, the plexiglass or, or uh, fiberglass or whatever you want to say uh, is still partly on there and like the on picks it up and just kind of like visually compares it. Um, so what you see in front of you um, are various pieces of you know, the external shell of um, what look like the different uh, robots and, um, you know, different armaments and things like that that look like they were all kind of pieces, mix-matched. And there isn't any real organization to them. They don't all appear to be a part of one whole. They look like, you know, fragments. And... Nothing specifically calls to you that looks like what uh, Vabe is, but you do see that you know nothing is like grouped tightly together. It's all very scattered, uh, very scattered in a chaotic way. Like it's not organized. Uh, though you do notice that the room extends back hundreds of feet, and as your eyes move backward, like. To the back, towards the back of the room, you do notice that the piles and different pieces of debris uh, change. There are there are variances. Combat was most likely held here, and the dead have not been recovered. Hmm. We are finding no organics. So most must be already recovered or thoroughly disintegrated. Oh wow! Yeah, that there there does look like there was some combat here, but so many cycles ago. Can I go look at those uh, altars? You said there was like multiple altars. Yeah. Um, so. Um, as you're looking at them, uh, why don't you roll, like, you notice that there is some sort of pattern, but why don't you roll a check for me? Pick one that you think would be the most useful to you. Like looking for a pattern? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, I'm trying to think of what that would even apply to that I'm tripping down. Um... I mean, um, would it just be perception or? You could do mechanics because you know systems 
And if this is a part of a larger system, it might make sense. That is my plus, you know, that's my plus 14. Engineering, I assume. Oh, yes. That's what I meant. I mean, I'll take that plus 14. Uh, I didn't need it because <laughs> I only rolled a four. So 18 total. Perfect. Um, yeah, you, you notice that there's definitely a pattern. In fact, in whatever configurations these um, altars or tables or workstations, they could be those. Um, they're definitely organized in groups of two. And as you look up, you notice that the ceiling has these dome-like structures that um, have um, two ports that extend down from them. Um, and as you look further down the, the room, um, some even have um, long hose to things like hanging from them. So workstations with hoses above them. Yes. Plug yourself in. Yeah, I guess I guess my brain is saying like maybe things were like these robots were built here or charged here or like this is I don't know. Something was built here. So when you say altar, do you mean like it's a solid piece from ground to the top or is it like partial or what's what's the, the style design? It's Are very, they made out of stone? It's very solid and it's made out of the same material as a floor. It's very smooth. Um, there isn't any light emanating from them, but they are very reflective. And the tops of them look very solid. Um, and as your eyes kind of, you know, draw back towards the back of the room, um, you notice that, you know, some of the, the workstations or the altars themselves have um, components on them or pieces. Like non-damaged pieces? You don't know. They're much further back in the room. Is there anything organic on these? Um, you, you don't know. Um, let's let's go back to you, uh, Harper and Abra. Um, you are coming up towards the wall, and you're doing what? Um, I'm looking to see if there's any more of the stain or. Right. And how are you doing this? Uh, I guess. So you said there's also lights coming. Yeah. So there, there are these, you know, thick veins of what, as you approach, the surface is glassy when it's not emanating light. And as the light pulses forward, it's not in like short sections. It's in long waves and they're fairly slow moving. It takes a couple of seconds to emanate all the way down the wall. Um, if it didn't look organized or organic, you would think they were cracks. Huh? So we're looking at it. Abra, do you see these? Yeah. What are they? What are you... I don't understand. 
So I guess I, we're just seeing the lights. We're just seeing. Yeah, um, it's whenever the the kind of you see the pulse come down the wall, and then it kind of dissipates as it reaches the end of the room. Um, your eyes kind of follow them, and as you look up, there seems to be a space where it goes through at the end of the wall up into the ceiling. And the light kind of terminates there. Can I try to touch one of the lights? Yeah, definitely. So... Too uh, much enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) You put your hand on the wall and... Explodes. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's all... You, you'd expect it to feel warm because of the light, but it's actually very cold to the touch. And when you put your hand on there, um, you feel a charge, a vibration as the light approaches. Ooh, Abra, touch this. Okay, I'm going to okay. grab Abra's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I let you, and I just put my hand where you where you where you place it. So you put feel it before a light, so we can feel. Yeah, you, you feel the vibration, and it's the the light is coming down like a wave. Um, it's a couple of seconds out, and the vibration kind of intensifies. And Abra, you hear a hum, and it's getting louder. Harper you also feel the vibration through Abra's hand and you start hearing a hum as well as the light gets closer. Oh. Abra, do you hear it? Uh, yeah. Um, can I do a physical science check to see if I know if this reminds me of anything? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, thank goodness. With that 16 and a 13 uh, skill bonus on top of that, that's a 29, a mighty fine roll. And your initial analysis of it is, this reminds you very much of the crystalline matrix of um, communication data, transference that you've been witnessing throughout the walls and conduits but this is a much more organic display of this in fact it almost betrays the technology itself it's so organic feeling okay but in that analysis you feel the vibration again and it could be data well if I think that, um, I guess I would attempt to, I guess, a computer's check to see if I can understand the data or reach out to it with, using my data jack. Sure. Uh, four plus your bonus of 14 <laughs> uh, is 18. Um, yeah, I mean, what does that look like? How are you doing this? So the data jack is actually something Harper helped install. And it's invisible as far as how it connects. 
So it just remotely connects to whatever system I'm trying to connect to. Unless... Send out the red tooth symbol. <laughs> yeah, that it's like a tattoo on the back of my neck that starts to glow. <laughs> it just sort of... <laughs> um, and it would it would honestly be like a remote connection unless I have to hard connect in, which I don't have a way of doing with this. Okay. But I do actually really like the idea of a symbol, like a rune or something on the back of my neck starting to glow. <laughs> but I don't know what's happening because Harper did it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to draw out this image at some point of whatever the tattoo might be. Right. It's one of those like tribal lower back tattoos only on your neck. <laughs> um, it's a butterfly. <laughs> a uh, dolphin. I was young. I was drunk. <laughs> it's Tweety Bird. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So y- y- you um, enable your jack. And as you do this, um, as this light is approaching, the vibrations start getting compiled and you start seeing images flash before your eyes. At first it's, you know, a very cacophonous visual sense. You get bright flashes of various images And it's like someone is going through a slide deck at 1,000 slides a second. Okay. Uh, This, I would immediately cut the connection. I was like, this is too much. And I think I'd need to sit down with all of that data racing at me and just sort of be dazed for a second. Just like, Shaking my head. I that uh, um I'd get on comms to Joss and say Joss um there's like a data connection if you if you can check at your altar to see if it's the same. Oh, that's a lot of information. Make sure you have some sort of buffer when you try to connect yeah I mean I guess I'll inspect to see if I can connect to where I'm at because I don't think I moved I think I've just been looking around here and like as that come comes through um, Vabe kind of uh, putters up toward um, toward Jocelyn and says buffer what is this buff a uh, buffer is sort of a, I don't know how to describe it. Basically something that's in between you and the raw information so that it helps not blow up in your face, basically. <laughs> uh, well, uh, and Vabe kind of wheels up and looks up at the the protruding objects from the, from the ceiling and says, those are time stops. Could those work? What does that mean? What do they do? I don't know. That's that's just what they're called. 
can you reach it? Is it too high for, I assume it's too high for me to reach, but can Vabe like, I don't know, like the art of Vabe, right? They're like mm-hmm. kind of floaty. Can they float uh, vertically as well as horizontally? Uh, and so in meta, quick, you all have jetpacks. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. God damn, you're right. Oh my gosh. See, I'll just boop. I'll, I'll use, I think I gave myself for flavor jet boots too. Yes. So I just, I'll like click my little heels and jet boot up there. Um, I, I've i never had to use it and I completely forgot it existed. <laughs> Yeah, you all yeah, have go. these wonderful uh, attachments. Yeah, uh, click, click, and I'm up. <laughs> click, click, motherfucker. I feel like I shouldn't tug down on it, but I will see if I can inspect it while I'm up there. Like, I, I have to, I want to, I don't know, I don't want to just plug it in and then it explode the whole building. Yeah, you, you. <laughs> um, you you definitely enable the, the boots and you start uh, flying into the air um, in a very controlled way. And you make it up towards the ceiling and when you reach one of these domes, uh, you notice that they are um, very wide. They're about uh, five to six feet wide at the base and they come to like a, they're like ovular shaped and near the, um, the bottom of them are two different ports. And as you get close to it, you notice that the ports have a coupling and um, you do also notice that as you get up towards the top, you notice uh, the uh, veins of light are up at the base of them. You can see the lights kind of pulsing up towards the, the base of these structures. So what is, sorry, I just, I'm very bad at making, what does coupling mean? Uh, coupling is like, uh, you know how a hose has a little turny thing? Yes. It, that's what a coupling is. It, it attaches one thing to another. It couples uh, them. Uh, cuff, cuffing season here in, in the <laughs> creepy, in the creepy dome. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, so like these are the tube is hanging down. I assume I should grab that. And reconnect. Um, the tubes are further down. Did you make it all the way down uh, towards near the the end of the hall area? Why not? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I get yeah, I get shot a, midair. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking that the on while everybody else was doing everything was kind of scouting out all of the uh, mechanical bodies. Okay. Uh, as well as the parts that are still resting on some of the tables to see. You know, are these remnants of repairs or are they, you know, full damage? Okay. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of pivot and we'll come back to Mackenzie's, um, air odyssey. And, um, you, yes, I think I misunderstood. I thought they were like right above my head. I'm so sorry. They, no, 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 it's fine. The odyssey. The, they're about, um, 30 or 40 feet in the air. Um, I said that the ceilings were like 30 feet high, I guess. So um, the structures themselves extend 30 feet above that. So um, to kind of get towards where you see everything, you have to go between these structures and um, that extends a further uh, 30 feet up. Okay. So uh, yeah, on as you, as on moves through the room, um, the pieces are again, some of them pair up, but they are definitely weren't paired together. They look similar, but they weren't from the same object. And as you're moving 
further down the room. Why don't you make a perception check? An attempt? Yes. A 13 plus your bonus nine of 20 is 22. Uh, you are very wise. Um, what you notice is that while there are some signs of battle and explosion, there are others that are actually very neatly uh, exploded or very neatly taken apart um, deliberately, not violently. And you, the further back you go, you do notice that um, you start seeing the altars that have uh, things and items on them, but only one of the pairs do. And it's the ones that are holding these technologic objects. Um, and those, the shapes are becoming a little bit more smooth and a little bit more refined. And in your mind, as you are starting to pair them with Vabe's shape, you do notice that some of them could be similar components. And you do notice that the further back you go, the more organized they get and the more refined they get. And toward the back of the room, as you get to the last couple of pairs of altars, you do notice that the... Um, the the pair that is with it does have some other items on it. Uh, cautiously examine them. So, um, you come towards it and you notice on one of the first tables that there are uh, fragments of crystals. Uh, can I roll? I don't have physical science to really. Uh, the on is not going to touch them. Uh, but do they look like anything we've seen before? Like the crystals in the. Uh, in the tablet? Uh, they could. Um, you definitely to get a better sense of them. Um, on, like, could see if it has any links to any mystical properties. Because I'm, well, I'm getting the feeling that they're those uh, solar crystals or whatever. Oh, the um, Solarian crystals. The Solarian crystals, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, no, they do not appear like that. Okay. Um, what's on the other table? As you get further back uh, in the room, you see more larger style crystals. Um, they look to be the same material of the, of the first ones that you saw. Um and as you head towards the back, 
uh, you notice that um, there is some biomatter covering one of the, the tables. Ew. The Harper. <laughs> we all know Leon what to needs do. your expertise. <laughs> I will point out the crystals first. I would like the Harper to look into those first to get a better understanding of what they are before I go to the... What's your technical term? Goo? <laughs> yes. That's Abra's technical term. <laughs> oh, okay. The organic matter. Organic matter. So if you're calling Harper over, Abra would follow, but I feel like everything that was sent is kind of st stunning, all that data. Mm -hmm. And so I think Abra would send that to the data that came into his computer to sort of work through. And once it gets something tangible to that I can actually focus on to send it to me and then I would go with Harper I almost said the Harper done. <laughs> uh, go with Harper to check out this other area sure why don't you roll a fortitude save fine I love my plus two rolls oh yeah I mean you do the oh, nice 19 well well the data was Overwhelming. I think that your skill in in you know technomancy has helped you kind of overcome these surges in the past. Um, do you remember anything like that that has happened to you before? Oh my goodness, yes. I think Doctor Termagel um, put me through quite a few paces there, where all kinds of simulations of being on space stations and needing to grab the data that I have been working on before complete system shutdown and escaping. Um, and Termigel always put it as, this is just a test to make sure that you can react quickly and once you leave, you'll be safe. That liar. <laughs> um, and you know, there are several times where Termigel made it overwhelming amounts of data that I would have to store and save in seconds before bolting. And so I think lots of experience with that. Yeah. And I think this definitely reminds you of one of those experiences. Um, in fact, it's very reminiscent of those experiences. Okay. And Termigil's part of the cult of Rovagug. Is that right? I believe that's what you had ascertained or thought. Yeah. We suspect it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, there are like three or four cults that we're dealing with, but I think that's Termigil's. So you are... had a much more eloquent eloquent name but hmm. yeah I'm, I do not remember I'll have to go back into notes to see unless someone else has okay. notes bad GM so um, yeah you're, you're making it uh, down the room uh, a Harper 
And um, as you're doing this, you pass underneath uh, Mackenzie, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jocelyn. And um, Vabe's kind of sitting there and you see them like straining. They are like an extra foot above the ground um, as their, their engine or repulsor seems to be going on overdrive. And it's like, they tried to lift themselves up. Yep. <laughs> Standing on their tippy baiters. Bobby, are you okay? I I just, I, I want to help. Can you not go up? And Bobby looks, I mean, for a uh, semi-robotic creature, looks a little embarrassed. I, I, I guess not. Can I lend uh, Vabe my jetpack? <laughs> um, I don't know. What? How is your uh, jetpack implemented? What flavor is it? I never looked into that. That's I'm like uh... <laughs> cherry vanilla. <laughs> that would be peppermint. <laughs> um, I guess I could just have it like a little, uh, a little thing on the back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I think that um, like any component of, of your armor um, or clothing, you can kind of take it off and examine it. And uh, Bobby's like, you, you would do that? Sure. Oh. You want to fly? I mean, yeah. Yeah, flying this sounds fun. All right, is there a spot I could just... Stick it on Vabe. <laughs> you rotate Vabe around and you search for a means to attach your jetpack. And um, you find a panel. Um, and um, Vabe kind of sounds a little concerned. Are you, are you going to augment me? Uh, is that okay? Do the rest of us hear this? I don't know. I mean, I was walking with you. So, so Opera probably. Um, Harper, I don't know if you would get your jetpack back if you if you attach it to Vabe. I'm so worried that as you soon as we attach that. it to Vabe. That what? <laughs> As soon as we attach it to Vabe, Vabe goes, Yeah, that is all I needed. That is all I needed for it to achieve power. It goes from friendly to Dalek in two seconds. We're in space, baby. I live paranoid. How are you not paranoid? You've been turned into a Barai by someone you trusted. I'm still alive. Kind of. A bit. I have a spark. Why would I, why would I betray you? Opera, right? I'll just grab a strap on you. Wait, what? Or the baby Bjorn. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I just heard you say you're going to grab a strap on and I'm like, wait, what? No, oh, oh my. <laughs> what? Like if you have like a little. <laughs> like a what show strap. is this? <laughs> You have tentacles in the sky. One, <laughs> and, then he, and then they whip it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
the, so, the gun, the gun. The, oh. <laughs> so yes, you. Um, <laughs> what? What? So I'm you were Vabe. Yeah, uh, Vabe's like, well, I I trust Harper. Um, okay, and. Uh, they rotate around, and um, you see their back panel. Okay. Um, is this something that I think I can do? Am I going to need Abra's help? Uh, roll um, either... If you have mechanics, roll mechanics. Uh, otherwise, um, roll one of your... Computers. Yeah. Um, I have engineering. I can help. Yeah. Or engineering, that's what I meant, sorry. Okay. I you always have say that. Right? I have engineering. Yeah, roll, yeah. roll engineering. Can okay. I help? And the help I want to give is making sure that as you are connecting, well, I'm going to guess so not, sorry. but I'm going to roll. Yeah. My attempted help is to, well, yeah. I rolled a six plus 13, so 19. I give you a plus two to be able to remove your jetpack. So what um, I, I go by um, zero check, which means even if you roll the lowest you can possibly roll, you're going to get something out of the check regardless. Okay. Um, I, I like that sort of system rather than you know throwing up walls. Um, so what you are able to do is you're able to, you know, you unsling your jetpack. You, you kind of, I, I imagine it has like this mechanical harness that kind of hooks onto your body um, just to make sure that it's stable and it doesn't pull away from you. Okay. Um, and you're able to kind of disengage that and set it down. And as Fabe turns around, you see the panel and you see seams around the panel. And you see a way that it can possibly be removed, but you don't know if you have the tools with you. Okay. Um, Abra, can you do this? Oh, I don't know that I have the tools to undo what you've just done. I haven't done it yet. And all of the while, Jocelyn, you are kind of hovering above all of this. And you may notice this happening below you as you are trying to figure out the couplings. Uh, I mean, I could try to do like an overload or a remote hack. Um, like overload breaks things, though. Yes, it does. <laughs> Which, let's do it. Um, I <laughs> so what exactly? So is it like irre irreparable? You don't know. <laughs> Try to bring down one of the hose I, things. Yeah, oh, the, the, the mean, thing that, that you're up there with? Oh, okay. So, no. Um, oh, no. I meant the thing that Harper. <laughs> oh, no. Here, so, like, you, from what you've been hearing, you imagine it's just like installing another piece of hardware onto something. It seems very mechanical and very doable. You just haven't explored Vabe's options. I 
more, I think I'm more concerned with the tubes. So yeah, I will, I will keep, I want to connect one of the tubes to the time stop. Um, so the tubes, um, that are up there, um, you can grab one from one of the ones that's nearby, uh, unhook it and rehook it up. But the tables that are underneath don't have anything on them. You'll have to move further into the room towards some of the other time stops. Okay, I'm done. Cool. Uh, so you all on the ground see Harper fly down towards uh, the end of the room uh, where An is currently waiting. Uh, are you going to stay there or are you going to move along? Was that directed at me? Nope, that's directed at Abra and Harper. Okay. I am going to... If I see someone moving, I'm going to try and hurt us all together and just say, um, this is, this is how things start to go bad. So can we just stick together? Cause you go down the hall and then the hall disappears or the giant Akatas come out or lasers and then we're just running. I imagine so, that you say Akata and you start like patting your belt pouch just to check that your, your assault uh, pistol is there. Yes. Your salt water pistol. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> um, so just wait for us. Um, okay. I'll shrug. I'll give Vabe to Maybe we can do this later. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Flying sounds cool. We'll work on this later when we rest. <laughs> I'll like, I guess, sling the, the jetpack, try to get it back on. <laughs> cool. And uh, Vabe turns back around and then starts, you know, puttering down the rows of, of the altars. And he, or they, they begin humming again. What are they humming this time? Um, it, doesn't sound like it has any sort of organization or specific effect. I want to set my computer to record these hums mm -hmm. that Vabe is doing and sort of do a pattern analysis to see if there's anything that can be detected. Okay. Because I feel like Probably had to be exposed to something to hum. And would I have any, Mackenzie, would you have played any of Jack's uh, tracks for us? I don't know if I would have, but you and I both just had the exact same thought at the exact same time. I was like, <laughs> well, that fucking Jack's a goddamn musician. <laughs> And so I literally like I just I just had the same thought. Does it sound familiar to me? I've heard of their music, but like mm -hmm. I don't think I would have played it for everyone. But I also just had the same thought as you, Kelrick. I was like, oh wait, they freaking learned it from my sibling. Um, you would have to spend some time thinking about it uh, because there was a lot going on the first time you heard it, 
and was, like at a club or something. I bet they were like, "Come to my gig," and it was like this highly overwhelming situation. There, there's that, but like when when Vabe was humming last time, and oh, yeah. An was humming along with, there's you know the images going on and the battle, and I think you were fixated on Jax. Yeah. So, yeah, I would set some sort of analysis to occur here. And particularly if Jax is famous and their music is available, I know I would have stalked Mackenzie and her family just because... Mackenzie? You stalked Mackenzie's family? Well, <laughs> Joss. You know my mom? <laughs> the Peppers. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my mom, Mackenzie, my mother, I was making a weird joke. Oh, I know. I realized <laughs> that Joss also had a mom, so it wasn't really vague. No, I was just playing. So um, I think I would have, Abra would have, you know, done some social media stalking to see just whatever they could find out since we were going to be traveling together for a while. Yep. So... I would put that as one of the parameters to match it up against anything that I found that was Jax's. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, you, you set your computer to do this. Um, as you all kind of converge into the same area of, of altars. It's like you're shazamming it. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, the app Shazam where you can have it listen to things and it tells you what it is. Oh, okay. We've been watching way too many superhero things. I'm like, yeah. what does, did I change something into a kid or the no, opposite? It's, I, I, I only use it when I'm in Target because Target has some good tunes and I'm always like, all right, I'm buying my moisturizer. What's playing right now? <laughs> Amazing. Yes. This is the weirdest Target I've ever been in. <laughs> um. As you all are approaching these altars, you do notice um, that there are items on them. And as Bobby's kind of, you know, pottering past the different uh, pairs of, of tables, you start to visually notice that there are definitely strikingly similar components. Um, and they do have, you know, the, the coupling tubes, you know, hanging down from the time stops. And you... Notice that even one of the couplings is hanging, dangling off of a piece uh, of of hardware uh, that looks like it could have been attached to something like what Vabe is. So, do we see any goo that looks like Vabe's goo? Uh. Well, An is at the last set of tables and said they found some goo. Um, Vivian, has An done anything in the intervening time? Because it's taken them quite some time to get to you. We're just chit-chatting uh, as we walk. <laughs> There's no uh, urgency here. There's so many fascinating things. Uh, the On... Uh, does it look like there's any exits out of this side of the room? Not that you can see. Um, in fact, the vibrations are kind of all-encompassing in this space. Um, though it's not the first time that, you know, a wall has been 
closed and then able to be opened. Yeah. Uh, well, you had mentioned that these crystals might have some mysticism level to them. So I think that the on would be examining one of the larger ones uh, for its properties, feeling it out with uh, their antenna slash blind sense to see if they're similar to the crystals that were on the roof in the columns room. Um, so how are you doing this? Are you doing this by picking them up? Are you meditating on them? I, I think that the on would handle uh, like maybe one roughly about this size. If mm -hmm. there's one about that size. Yep. You, you find one about you that know. size. Double, double fisted size mm -hmm. and uh, would start examining it. So I will roll that mysticism now. Uh, and got a 15. Nice. Yeah. Um, and what does it look like when, when um, on uh, meditates? Uh, when doing a standing meditation, holding it in both hands and using the the, the feelers to kind of poke and, and, and feel over it to, to kind of like get an internal sense with their eyes closed. Yeah, you definitely get into this, this space where um, you don't hear any more of the noises that are around you and your focus is on this object and the whole room kind of goes dark and you get a sense of a pulse and a wave and it hits you and goes past you. And as the wave hits you, you hear voices, you hear talking, you hear conversations, but they aren't intelligible they're like you're hearing something from the past someone's experience hmm. or something you these could be the data well you definitely get well, the sense that these were like from a an intelligent sentient being or at least I, the vibrations are from that fair enough can I roll uh, an engineering to see if the mechanical corpses that we've been seeing have been missing some sort of data core? And because like Vivian, the player thinks that these crystals are the remnants of their data cores, but I want the on to get that role to figure that out. Uh, sure. Go ahead and roll that. out of their expertise. Yeah, uh, you, you rolled a five and plus your bonus of seven. Uh, it's very incongruous. It doesn't seem like something that would come out of those, you know, those those types of, of um, creatures or beings. They're very much hard wires and circuitry and maybe a little bit of techno magic that brings them to life. But these crystals seem so much more intricate and complex. So 
the mechanicals seem more like mechanical gull. The mechanical corpses seem more like mechanical golems than they are of actual living things. Well, um, some meta knowledge that you do know: there are a, a species of of creatures called SROs, and um, what they are are basically beings that are robots. They're not at the level of you know what androids are, which have you know a, a very complex culture and history. SROs are purpose built and have. Um, their own sentience and own, you know, sense of being, but because they are purpose-built, they are always overlooked. Uh, Can I just say that I enjoy the fact that, as you said, SRO, the text corrected it to sorrows. Oh. I thought that was incredibly... uh, intricately beautiful, in a way. (laughs) So in, in comparing what you think of as the SROs um, or these mechanical you know, creatures that you've encountered or, or at least you know, witnessed. The remnants. The remnants. Both Vabe and these data cores seem incongruous. However, looking, considering the parts and pieces that you see on the table... Perhaps there's some sort of middle ground that you're 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 missing. All right, so um, let us do our sign-offs, and we will start with Kelrick. Hello, I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. Or I also monitor the at EQ Points Twitter account. You can find me here every Saturday, and currently that's it. Perfect. Thanks, Kelrick. And Michael? Hi, Michael. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Saren Theory. Um, and like Kelrick, I'm here every Saturday, and that's about it for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. And well, we Vivian? love having you. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been Vivian. Um, I uh, have been really enjoying uh, Kenny's story, and I hope that all of you have too. I've got some stuff in the works, I think. I hope I might be able to commit to it. I hope. But we'll we'll see if my brain can, can connect. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, Vivian. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to those announcements. And Mackenzie. Uh, yeah, I've been, I'm McKinsey. You can find me on Twitter at McKenzie Wilkes. Uh, you can also see me here every Saturday as well as uh, in your ears via podcast on the podcast Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice and Dungeon Wives, which we're a little infrequent with our release right now because it's just me and my partner and we both have very busy day jobs, but we're hopefully going to have an episode out this Monday. Uh, and I also have, I've been, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing a Thursday stream of Dungeons and Dragons with uh, a twitch.tv slash roll for it. I'm having my final week this upcoming week. I, I, I do guest stints over there occasionally. So 
got one more week of my of guesting before I head out again. But if you want to, you can check that out. They're a really cool channel. And that's nice. where I'm at. Perfect. Nice. Thanks, Mackenzie. And I'm Kenny. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, when I'm not doing that, I am here spinning these wonderful yarns. Uh, you can find out about what we're doing and our schedule uh, if you follow us on Twitter at EQ Points. Uh, we aim to stream every Saturday. Uh, and uh, this was episode, or let's see, session six of 10 sessions. So we are starting our downward slope into the uh, climax of this story. Um, who, where's it going? Who knows? But uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Kenny does. I do. I have, I have all of the knowledge <laughs> of where it's going. Kenny's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just. <laughs> I just make complicated puzzles. The way we act some days, nobody knows where we're going. Yeah. And thank you, um, Krifu Bernal. I cannot read. Um, for joining us in chat. Cheerful. It was really nice. Bernal. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we hope that you all will rejoin us for the continuation of our story next Saturday. And, uh, until then, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi. We hope that you continue to enjoy what we produce and will follow us on Twitter at EQ Points. Join us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash experience points, and drop us a chat. We'd love to hear from you. There are, in our world, Certain places that seem to draw on the strange. Tragic news on this, the first day of school in Chillhaven, as a local teen has been found dead, under what authorities are describing as mysterious circumstances. The unusual. So sleeping is difficult because I don't blink, so... Oh my god. The monstrous. <laughs> and then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. What? And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations. So I'm like walking, trying to like subtly unzip my hair out of my backpack. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius. What do they fluctuate, Zeke? The molecules? A burgeoning telekinetic. I think you have telekinetic powers. That's so specific for you to say right now. Um. <laughs> or a social media influencer. And she took a and she took a selfie too, and she put glass. They're fake glasses. <laughs> Your safety is not guaranteed. Why do I keep being made to look at things that shouldn't be? <laughs> In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High is a real play radiophonic supernatural teen drama. New episodes every Tuesday. Follow us everywhere at Chillhaven High.